Welcome to Owen and Brew's Barbecue. Today we have something special cooking on the grill for you. We've got blurred burgers. Yeah, those creatures that you loved so much from episode chapter one. They're back. And we've got some cooks in the house ready to, to chop them up. I don't know, grill them. So today we, <laughs> today we have Chris from Boston, Nick, as always, and special guest. Thanks for joining us. All the way from Casino Skunk Royale, we have Ralph. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> you did that on purpose. What's up? You know what, Matt? I, I look forward to your intros. I really do. They're, they're gold. Thanks. Oh, yeah. And I'm Matt. So um, I like blurs before it was cool. You think, you, think, you think a blur burger is a little bit fatty? It probably tastes like buffalo, I'm assuming. You think? Buffalo's pretty lean. Yeah. 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 You know, you, you remember them, right? From the the Ewok Ewok adventure, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm they, surprised they, John Favreau didn't do stop motion because <laughs> uh, the Mandalorian ship, the the Razor Crest, which I believe he named after looking at his bathroom counter, he uh, <laughs> he's he. I guess that's a model. It's a model ship. It's not CG. Oh, okay. Huh. Really? Yeah, and they, awesome. they used old. Like uh, old, uh, what do you call that? Motion, motion, shit. <laughs> Sorry, god damn it! I know <laughs> you just told me. You just told me it's okay. It's, listen, here's the deal. Here's the deal. When I get excited about talking, talking Star Wars, it happened when I talk about Lost. Um, it, it it'll slip. It'll slip. It's uh, the motion control camera system that they yeah. use. They developed for uh, for Star seventy seven. Um, they apparently are using that for the ship ship shots. Okay, ship with a P. I I, I, I read you loud and clear there. <laughs> so um, for those uh, for the other two gentlemen in this <laughs> podcast that may not know, uh, Ralph and I uh, recorded a part one, basically. Without you guys, I'm sorry. That's it. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> Nick's, yeah, because I have bones. I have bones to pick with you two. That's why. And I told oh, him this on right? the other show. Oh yeah. Okay, so uh, I listened. To, I listened to this program. Just yeah. so you know, mm-hmm. I'm out there listening. Well, Chris called, talked All about right. me calling him out. Yes. L- listen, listen. Justify only calling me out. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I might have been. I might have been. My my Twitter words might have seemed a little harsh. No, no, no. no I, but I what, what's funny it. was okay. So you said that you said, oh, and then we get our our lost reference, and just like Jack on the show on the episode, I was like, what the f is he talking about? I'm like, <laughs> what lost reference? And I'm like, I'm like, does he think that Carl Weathers was Bill Duke? Because Bill Duke was lost. And Bill Duke was also a predator with Carl Weathers. And I'm like, no. And then he said, Razzle Dazzle. I'm like, he thinks he's Billy D. <laughs> <laughs> and what is, what's great about that is my entire life <laughs> to this day, my sister gets those two actors confused. Oh, okay. So you're not the only one, but I, it, it made me crack Cindy up. did the same thing the other day, apparently, according to Jack on yeah. his Twitter feed. So when I called you out on it, my sister like posted a reply on Twitter with just like the the emoji with the face without the mouth. 
<laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. she does the same thing. And when I told her that Carl Weather was going to be Star Wars, she's like, okay, now I'm totally confused. It, it's 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 a funny um, conundrum because they're all like they're all inter interrelated, which is funny. But yeah, yeah, we so know why you. <laughs> so Ralph, we, you know why we know. We do. Well, you, you know how they got mixed up in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, but this is why. This is why I'm mad at you. This is why I'm mad at you. So okay. last episode, you guys were chatting, yeah. and uh, at one point, um, someone, it might have been you, brought up Gina Carano. I did. And to explain who Gina Carano was, this is what you said. You okay. said, oh, she's that former MMA star who's a really bad actress. Yeah, I got yeah. so mad. I got <laughs> so mad. Listen, <laughs> listen, she's been one of my favorite people for the last 10 years, <laughs> ever since ever since she was crushed on American Gladiators. So I take offense to your 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 Oh wait a minute, so she wasn't MMA. She was American Gladiators. No, she was MMA. No, no, they, they, they you were just like that's what your description was. That bad actress. I just I just put down your girl. I'm sorry. For no reason. Like unprovoked, like that's how you decided to describe well, her. Not she was, that she was in, in Deadpool. Deadpool. Like, yeah. She was yeah. terrible in Deadpool. But I mean But she was she's great in uh, Haywire and Steven Soderbergh's Haywire. I know she was dubbed, but that doesn't matter. That's beside the point. <laughs> And she was great in. Um, they pulled a Flash uh, Gordon uh, on her. Wow. Furious Seven? No, not Furious Seven. Uh, Fast Six. Yeah, Fast and Furious Six. Yeah, six. So, all right. Well, a lot of good actors. My, in those my response movies. is this. Ellie Mirren's in those movies. My response is this, Ralph. You know, I'm sorry that I upset <laughs> no, you, but no. I don't take back my words. All right. All right. <laughs> And then well, I just Nick Nick, I, you're I just do, negative about I, everything. So Ralph, I do I I am now recalling, however, <laughs> you know, from, from prior shows years and years ago of your affinity for American Gladiators. I, I remember you talking about how much you love American Gladiators. Listen, listen, it is insane. So I don't know if you guys are cord cutters like I am, yes. but uh uh I have Pluto TV. Oh yeah, Pluto which TV. is a which is a free streaming service. You don't have to yeah. even type in your email. You just boot it up and it goes. And it's treated like live TV, and it just plays. You, you can't go back or anything. There's a couple of on-demand stuff, but you know, and then you have to sit through commercials. But and they have dedicated channels to different things. Like Nerdist has a channel, Geek and Sundry. There's a Rift Tracks channel, a Mystery Science Theater channel. Yes. What? Mm -hmm. And then like two months ago. They put out American Gladiators channel, 24 hours a day, American Gladiators. The old ones, the 2008 ones, all of them. And so right now you can turn on your TV, your Apple TV, and start watching American Gladiators. So wow. everyone subscribe to Pluto TV. It's free. This isn't an ad. I know you guys <laughs> like your ads. <laughs> but, Our ads. But dude, there's a Tracks channel. God, 24 that? hours Rift Tracks. Oh my gosh. 24 they, they hours got, Mystery Science got, Theater. Every James Bond. It's a James Bond channel. Oh my! Twenty-four goodness. hour James Bond movie. Meatballs. I just can't get over that. It was eleven years ago they brought it back. It didn't seem like it was that long ago. Wow. Yeah, two thousand eight. Wow. I remember when it came back. It's like all right, and then it only lasted one season. Yeah, it wasn't like Jump Street. Ah, oh, dude. There's a Baywatch channel. 
<laughs> I've derailed this completely. You have, you have completely derailed, derailed, derailed uh, this. And you guys want to talk about uh, American Gladiators? I'm sure Nick, Nick had something bad to say about it. Mandalorian. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's only because Ralph and I already talked about um, all of the goodness um, that was uh, chapter three. Um, you can Let me guess. You, you didn't defend me at all, you jerk. No, I didn't. No, I just you threw me under the bus, didn't you? I, I give you. He probably me too. I, you hear Ralph like Nick was probably negative, but he probably hated it. Those other two are animals. They don't get me like you do, Ralph. <laughs> I, I did say one negative thing about this episode at the very end. And then it's, I feel like ba the Baby Yoda voice sounds like it's pulled from stock sounds. Yeah. There's a lot of stock sounds, though, that are in the show. I mean, even but at Star least they're stock Star Wars sounds. Yeah, they're stock yeah. Star Wars sounds. It so, sounded like a baby would hear on a sitcom. So I, I'm I'm going to start off with my criticism of the show, and that, that uh, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to start with that, and then that's okay. going to be like the, the the worst part of it, and then the rest is all up down or uphill, depending on how you look at it. My only criticism of this episode is that they did not really do anything. <laughs> I mean, like there was like nothing really happened, right? I mean, as far as the storyline goes. Um, Episode three, yeah, that is Beskar, man. Well, okay, so I mean, as far he, as he, he got, he got John wicked. Every bounty yeah, hunter, he did. He so did. that was my line. I was gonna show that later. <laughs> I was gonna show that you jerk. Yeah. I was gonna say that, but like <laughs> the actual progression of the story was like forty-five minutes. <laughs> I mean, with the exception of of like the the, the crafting of of the, the of the curious. But anyways, <laughs> but the, the, his his partner. Best, yeah. The, yeah, the curious, the C R A S S. Yes, curious. Oh. Um, he's he's so, whipping out some Star Wars knowledge on you, Ralph. Yeah, yeah I know. Armory, that's armory, guys. Come on now. I mean, go back to your medieval times. Any RPG you've ever played on Nintendo, you get you get a curious. Anywho, oh. so <laughs> aside from that, that was my only criticism. I feel like the storyline didn't really progress because it lasted like forty-five minutes. Like it was almost like real time. I feel like I was watching twenty-four for a second there, but um. That was it. Everything else in that in this episode, I loved. I absolutely loved, and I and we'll get into like the rest of the show. But that was my only criticism. I just felt like there was not a whole lot progressing, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, it's like we have a limited amount of time to, to tell the story. Um, how is right. it going to advance? That was my only question. But other than that, I thought it was a fantastic episode. Uh, Nick, your your big criticisms, or maybe the biggest thing that you love about the, the episode? Well, we can get into them as we discuss the episode. Okay, like, sure. I just want to be. I want to go on like a five minute rant. Do you? I mean, I know Ralph loves that, but you know. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we could always start <laughs> uh, for the end. No, I mean, I actually, I one hundred percent agree with Chris in that it. I did like the episode, but it. it he's right. It really was just. Oh, I'm rescuing Baby Yoda, and that's it. As in story wise, but I still, yeah, but, I still but like we find out. We find out about a little bit why they're taking why this right. yo creature is to take its samples. I'm assuming midichlorians. Yeah, that's, that's what I assume too. Like I, I wrote cloning Yoda, midichlorians. Who knows? Because all he says is extract what you need and be done with it. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, but he also says. Let's extract. He also says that someone else is going to, that someone else wants him alive. Like that this this uh, doctor character is um, is acting on someone else's behalf. Mm -hmm. So who's that person? 
And what's great about it only being eight episodes, we're going to find out pretty soon. It's nice. It's mm. Thrawn. Oh, my God. Dude. Can you imagine? <laughs> I like so bad. Season, season like, two. I feel like that's what's good about this is keep it all EU. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. don't have any saga people in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't have any of the other I, movies stuff in it. Make I, I it EU people. That is probably the one annoying thing about about reading any articles um, on the on the web, is that I always run across like, you know, those like, where's Luke and Leia? Are they gonna show up? I don't care. Yeah, like, I no. really don't care. Like, I really want it to be more about this story. I don't want the saga people in this at all. And I, I just think it's weird when you know it's like these these articles. And I know it's click clickbait you know and, and uh, they get me don't click it just don't click it just don't click it just don't click anything that yeah anyway um nick mm-hmm. you, want, you want to get into this episode the nitty-gritty of like what happened you got some notes there i see well i just wrote down like things that i noticed so they're not really in any order you know or how i can start off the episode because i don't even remember how it starts other than he pulls in, oh yeah okay so he, pull, so he pulls into orbit with baby yoda behind him um cute little scene where he comes up and pulls a little knob off the joystick, you know, and he's like, you know, like anybody like, Hey, that's not a toy, you know? And, and then he, uh, calls into, uh, Billy D. Chris, uh, God, that's so awesome. <laughs> you'll <laughs> never, you'll never, you'll never be let down. I, I, I accept it. I, I'm, I'm embracing it. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he's already, you know, bragging on him. So you did it, you did it, you know, and uh, and to deliver the package to the what would you call it, the commissioner of the the client, know, the client, yeah, to deliver yeah, directly to the client. Yeah. You know. Um. Okay. And you want to keep going? And then you know he shows up. You have the uh, security droid. You know, same lines again. No, I wanted to bring up the security droid because because you were a little bit like. Yeah, that security droid thing's kind of lame. Well, no, I didn't say it was lame. It's just that the whole first episode to me had too many original trilogy references. I felt, mm-hmm. uh, and especially especially with the audio, because the audio was you know just canned from the original trilogy audio. So it's the same exact lines that were said in Return of the Jedi. It's the same. Um, uh, I'm forgetting it's what like the a name. Doorbell. I mean, you know, I know, but like even the even the kabaz, oh, even, even the even the kabaz uh, character, you still did that. I mean, it's the exact yeah. same from A New Hope. I mean, so you're just kind of like, okay, like, but I mean, that's just me nitpicking. But it's you know, but I, but I feel like that could be the same character. Maybe, yeah. Grindon. I I liked the the. the I liked the the moment though where we get the security droid that come pops out and then he rips it off. Yeah, like, that, was, like cool. that was that was a nice payoff. For, so I feel like you know if you're like oh I don't like this, it's like we get this payoff where there's like something actually happens. So Chris, a payoff, a, a payoff on the droid from the wall. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a stretch, buddy. <laughs> it's destroyed. Like, it was it was pretty much the the navigator from Flight of the Navigator on a wall. <laughs> You want you want to kill Pee Wee Herman? What the hell, man? <laughs> I'm just saying that I just like the fact that it was it, it was a moment where he, like you knew he meant, meant business at that point. In yeah. The, okay. In the Fair enough. Well, there, there's I mean the things that I noticed about this episode just because we're kind of at that is that we saw two things happen with stormtroopers. One <laughs> one didn't miss for a change. He actually yeah. got hit. <laughs> 
Hold on one second, guys. <laughs> the stormtroopers are not bad shots, and there's a lot of stormtrooper shaming. Here's the deal: you watch the opening scene of Star Wars, the very first battle, and rebels get wiped out by stormtroopers. Uh, you look at the Battle of Endor. Uh, Princess Leia gets shot by a stormtrooper. He takes one shot, hits her in the shoulder. He's aiming at Han, though. In <laughs> in the in Star Wars, when they're on the Death Star, they're given orders explicitly to let them go because it's it's uh, it's Vader's plan to put a tracking device on the Millennium Falcon and have it lead to the Rebel base. That's all they've been looking for this whole time. And Tarkin says this plan had better work. Mm-hmm. So they let him go. The the stormtroopers got an order to pursue them, but let them escape. So they're really only bad shots in the Death Star sequence, but they get a bad rep. So okay, I never knew Ralph was a stormtrooper apologist. He is. I, I just think it's I think it's one of those Star Wars jokes that people like to make on the internet. And I like to teach them otherwise. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like anytime anyone wants to make a joke about Lost, they say, oh, it's like the finale of Lost. It's stupid. And it's like, watch mm. the whole show, you moron. <laughs> so well, and, and, I'm not calling Nick a moron, but I'm saying is <laughs> that stormtroopers, it's like a, it's like a, this famous joke that they're bad shots, but... Okay, well, answer, Tarkin, yeah, answer, answer, me, answer me this one then, Ralph. Why is their armor so bad? Has you ever seen them reflect a blaster bolt? The guy got charred no. to death. It's like, what's the point of the armor? I want to know. I want to know what their armor is made of. Yeah, is it made of space plastic? Exactly. It, it's Plascar. It's not Beskar. It's yeah. Plascar. Plascar. Okay. Yeah. So, but no, I all agree with you on that. And then in like Rogue One, like Jin hits one over the head with a baton and it like shatters. What is it made of eggshells? Yeah. <laughs> you get them from a mud horn. She was supercharged. Yeah. Um, so uh, I felt like your your um, takedown of what Nick was saying is is on the line <laughs> with what the client says. The Mandalorian at the beginning of the Nick. Episode. Nick, he he's abandoning us. He really is. What a, what abandoning? Just pointing I mean, out something that happened in the episode. And can, can you say the B word on on these shows? Is that considered That's explicit? You know, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm abandoning you. I think. What, I think what, what, a, what a Beskar you are. I think. We, I think. I think. I think we should start calling Matt Lando. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, to Carl Weathers. He's Carl Weathers calling Carl from now on. Brute <laughs> Pence over there from. Uh, oh. oh man, those are some fighting words right there. <laughs> Do not, not even go there. Did Michael B. Jordan? He played Lando in uh, Solo. No, that's um. No, that was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're done. Childish Gambino. I forget his name. Um, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we knew that. He's he's trying to, to to bait us into saying something stupid, right. which is not far from you know reality. <laughs> I just figured Carl Weathers was Creed Senior, and oh right, <laughs> and Michael B. Creed Junior. Um, so so um, some other things that you guys noticed from this episode or on your list, uh, uh, 
Chris, dude, the heavy the heavy artillery Mandalorian is awesome. Do we know who He's... played that character? No, John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that no. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Cameo. No kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's. Oh, really? Yeah. John Favreau, dude. That's so why. That, that's that why was... he's such a bigger guy. You know, when he comes in, he's like, you know, you're a traitor. You're, you know, a coward working muscle. with their empire and all that. But what? I assumed it was muscle, not tummy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't um, know that was him. So my, my, clearly, my favorite part of, of the episode, however, is you know when he's when he's down and out, and you think he's at his last you know, last shot, literally, you know, d- dispensing of his, of his flamethrower. And he's kind of in that, that's that between a rock and a hard place or, or a cargo ship. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, his boys, which to be fair, um, 15 minutes ago, hated him. Right. Now are on his side. So there, there's a little of a, of a timeline, you know, for me, the, the, part of my criticism is that everything happened so quickly. There, there wasn't a whole lot. Like they went from literally I mean, having him as an outcast of of the Mandalorian, you know, this whatever. Is, this is the power of Baby Yoda. I get it. No, it's a power. It's a power of the armorer who said, "Hey, he keeps his helmet on." So you know, well, that, that, that's that is the way, or whatever they say. That was um, so good. Sorry. But yeah, but but that scene though, when when all of a sudden they all just they all fly in, they're all you know. Catapulting into the into the battle was was awesome. I mean that was that was totally total badass, and that was obviously I think that you could probably you pull a hundred people. That's their favorite episode, part of the episode. Um, but you got to see some really cool um, a really cool gunfight. I mean, you get to see a bunch of Boba Fett's flying through the air. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah, an old West. Shootout. I actually like the. Yeah, I like yeah. the rescue scene actually more because it's in the dark and killing mm-hmm. the stormtrooper. I actually thought yeah. that was a better action was cool. sequence. I, I like the tension um, mm-hmm. uh, to to go with what Nick said of that that rescue sequence, and um, something that Ralph and I talked about was uh, that that scene where he's <laughs> <laughs> thanks Nick that scene where he's holding the baby Yoda and that and and he's he's torching. A stormtrooper, you hear that stormtrooper scream is oh, yeah. awesome. I, I just I love that that gritty aspect of uh, the rescue. So and no, yeah, I have a ahead. question for you guys. You guys watched the Clone Wars? Did you watch that series? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of it, and I want to say I want to. I'm going to ask you guys. Um, there's at one point where uh, the Mandalorian returns and he's got his new armor on and he looks awesome. And he sits down at the table with Carl Weathers and uh, and he goes through a couple of the bounty pucks and he pops one open and it's a, it's a Mon Calamari. Yep. Yeah. It said he, he was a son of a nobleman that was running or something. Is that, is that character in the Clone Wars? Isn't there like a prince? There is. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's the same guy. Does it, I mean, are, does it even matter? We can only see it. I don't know if he even pursues that bounty. Who knows? Because he's on the outs now with Carl Weathers or B the D. So who knows? I mean, here's, I mean, there's a lot of questions. Like, do you think Carl Weathers will continue to be a villain now, or do you think it'll be one of those like it was business kind of things? I think it was kind of business. Yeah, because I don't do think he had anything good. Well, I mean, he okay. So the only other person to really see him with the best car right there. In his right. in his little vest was the Mandalorian, and the Mandalorian shot him point right blank there. right there. Yep. Right. So he might not have any ill will towards him. He probably, probably just wanted to stop him. 
Yeah, I think it was both of them are no ill will towards each other. It's just like you have to save face, you know, in a way. Like, and, like, yeah. like the Mandalorian in that moment, it's like, I understand that you need to be here, but I need to leave. So if I shoot you there, you'll be cool, but you're, you'll be incapacitated. You're gone. I, I kind of had had came to that same conclusion too. Like, I mean, he knew he had seen him earlier, pull it out of that pocket and mm-hmm. put it back in there. And he clearly shoots him right there. I mean, otherwise the Mandalorian would have shot him in the head and then taken the, the three best cards. Best card, right. Yeah. Right. Very fistful of dollars. Scene. I think they're cool. Mm-hmm. I think they're cool with each other. They, they both understand what, what's going on. And I, I want to see scene that with, like, go ahead. Um, you finish your, you finish your thought. No, I was going to talk about the what happens in the episode as far as we see they do the um, where the Mandalorian becomes the bounty and everybody's beepers are going off. Oh yeah, John Wick. Yeah, John Wick two. Yeah, yeah, John, yeah the John Wick two. Uh, a lot of there's John Wick. Lot, there's a lot of really subtle other movie callouts in this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. That John Wick two was one of them. Definitely a fistful of dollars, and there's a couple others we can get into later. But a New Hope. New Hope. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Predator. <laughs> Predator, Iron Man, <laughs> the Rocketeer. I mean, has like right hand all these little things. Rocky, Rocky, yeah. <laughs> Lost. I mean, what? Uh, um, I, I did want to. I did want to mention though about when when all of the the uh, those little tracker fobs go off. Um, it's interesting to note there that earlier in in the episode, um, and I, I don't know what we call her. Um, and, the, and the Mandalorian, um, but the uh, the forger uh, woman, she mentions armorer. the armorer. Thanks. Yeah, that works. Uh, when she breaks up that fight, she says, if you choose this way of life, you're either at some point, you're either the you're both. You're the prey you're the hunter and, or the prey. Right. And we actually see the Mandalorian become both. He right. hunts and then he becomes the prey immediately afterwards. So I, I like right. that duality that, that comes up with that. So there was something I wanted to bring up that was Chris was talking about with the, the you know, did you remove your helmet, all that. Cause it, and then, you know, of course, uh, Ralph talking about the clone wars. Um, this was something that struck me just a little bit as a thought kind of thinker, because Chris's original thought from well, the first episode of the second episode was that, you know, perhaps the Mandalorian is not a true Mandalorian. You know, he's just someone who was adopted by Mandalorians and became a Mandalorian, which is actually, I think is a very good theory. And you see this with all these guys now surrounding him and they're kind of questioning him, his loyalties, you know, his motivations, yeah. all these things like that. But the fact that she said, have you ever taken your helmet off? Now this is a, a thing that struck me from the Clone Wars, and is this little bit, this little pocket of Mandalorians, are they left over from Death Watch? Because Death Watch Mm. are diehard loyalists, I mean, not loyalists, but traditionalists, and they don't remove their helmet. Whereas someone like Sabine, from the Rebels, will. Mm -hmm. And so you're kind of like, okay, so who is this? You know, that just like little thoughts like that, you know, and because you don't, I don't, the Mandalorian does not strike me as a a diehard loyalist, you know, right spoken. I don't. I don't think it's a theory. I think. I think he's not. He wasn't born a Mandalorian. Uh, he definitely has a um, affinity towards the foundlings because every time he brings in uh, Breskar, right. he he said some aside for the orphans. Um, he he was raised into this religion, and he takes it very seriously. And. Um, but maybe some of the more people who were born into it uh, 
don't see him has as a legitimate Mandalorian, mm-hmm. even though he's, he's gone through all the trials and steps it takes to do that, including um, when he when he is offered to get his signet of the Mudhorn, he uh, declines it. You know, yeah. he could have taken it, but he he tells her the truth and says, "No, I had help doing it." Um, he says it was a it was an enemy of mine, uh, but they didn't know uh, they were the enemy. So at that point, he still thinks of the the baby as um, as an enemy, which is interesting. But is he just saying that? Either way, he's he's one hundred percent like seems to be on board with uh, the Mandalorian way, yeah, uh, of living. So um, when the other guy comes in, he's like, "Well, you're just a you're not you know, whatever." It's like that line in Jaws where. Uh, he where Chief Brody says something like, "When can I become an Islander?" He says, "You can't. You have oh. to be born on the island to be an Islander, mm-hmm. and that'll never happen." So like that kind of thing is he's adopted into it, and he's been there forever. But but uh, the other people or the other guy thinks, you know, you're not, you weren't born a Mandalorian, so you're not really one. Mm-hmm. And, I think that's, I mean, yeah, that's a fair. fair and then and then and then you can skip to the the, the ending minutes of the of the episode. When he's getting his, his escort out of the area, <laughs> and he looks out the window and sees uh, one of his cohorts rocking a, a jetpack, and then he says, "I got to get me one of those." Like, yeah, like, like right. he's never seen one before, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like, it wasn't like a, it, it was like a. Well, he's probably an seen one. He probably can't afford it. Yeah. Well, that, that was a nod right. to to Iron Man as well. I, I thought that was more of a nod. No, absolutely. Well, I, well, no. like, the way, when he looks over and gives him the salute, to me, mm-hmm. that was very Rocketeer. You know? Okay. All right. But, now the Iron Man, uh, the Iron Man call out to me was the uh, the sparrows because you see that in yeah. Iron Man one, you know, that yeah. he's got the same technology. So you're like, oh, that's Iron Man. Um, one of the things that that uh, I know Ralph has already heard me talk about, but I I interpreted. The, the salute actually as in their language that's a big f you that's like i don't like you like, yeah do you guys recall ever seeing someone salute like that in a star wars no no like the military no. hand over the yeah i haven't no. either i thought it was weird yeah it's it's on along the lines of uh chewbacca giving out the tarzan call mm. <laughs> oof well <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they can't all be lofty necks so yeah. uh, the the question I was going to raise earlier, which is is non sequitur to the to the episode, but we're talking about other characters that are going to be in that we know are going to be in the series. I'm dying to figure out who the hell Bill Burr is going to be. Oh, yeah. Because the funny thing about Bill Burr is he hates Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> but he's buddies with Favreau, and and Favreau wanted to get him in on it. Like, so I'm curious to see is is Bill Burr going to be a masked character or like a, a he's in the trailer Nolte. he is yeah he's in the trailer i, I missed it completely yeah he, he's, shooting, he's shooting two guns and then attached to his shoulder is another gun and he's like shooting down a hallway and it's his awesome. full face okay, he's full face he's uh no he shaved, shaved ball yeah it's like a quick shot it's made to look like gina carano um awesome person uh shooting back at him but you could tell they're oh, yeah. cut from two different scenes but so yeah, I've, I've, I've never I've never did the, done the research on that, and I'm now seeing it. That's that's awesome. You know, if you go to uh, Patreon.com/slash/CasinoSkunk, I do a breakdown, shot by shot, of every Star Wars trailer that's come out in the last like three years. 
and on that note, I Roger, think we, should, we should take a commercial break. Oh, hi, this is Ralph. Come to my Patreon and. <laughs> And welcome back. Hopefully you got that Beskar and uh, all of those Baby Yoda toys that you uh, need for your Christmas stockings. Um, so I, 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 I know that the new line is, uh, this is the way. But to me, that I just kept saying, so say we all, every time I heard it. Oh. <laughs> so like, and then, of course, when he walks in with the brand new Beskar suit, I go, wow, they turned him into a Cylon. Isn't that cool? Because <laughs> he's so shiny. Not that I don't mean that as a, as a slight against sure. him, but it looks to me, I was like, oh, look at him. He's all. I just kept thinking of Django Fett. Yeah, he was. Same yeah, as Django. Yeah. Django. yeah. So, Except he still has like a, the tan instead of the blue. Yeah, but right. he's not completely like, uh, and, and I mean, obviously, we, we see this part with the Forger. Uh, what she's going to build for him or reconstruct for him. But when he walks in, like you can still see like one of his thigh plates is like all mang mangled up still. It's like still okay. like, like it, it's, he's not completely like, you know, he didn't get a full suit there. So, um, and he has a heads up display, but he doesn't have the, uh, the that antenna one, that comes down. That was one of the weird things about uh, this episode and the episode two was that, you know, cause Boba always had the heads up where he just saw that and he could see everything. Yeah. And it's like, why does he? Why is he using a, a telescope? You know, when he could just have that, it didn't make sense to me. But he yeah. just can't afford it yet. Same with the. It seemed, yeah, it seemed like, but in this one, he had a heads up heads up display in his in his helmet, so that so, might have been part of the process of of building up his suit. It feels like a video game. After each level, you pick where you want your. You're right. You know, the stuff you earned, where you wanted to go to your attribute points, my upgrades exactly. <laughs> Um, so, um, what do you, what do you guys think of the baby Yoda? Like, are you, are you guys all on board? Are you like, yeah. love this creature? I, I like, think it's the, the best the, money making marketing scheme that Disney's ever cooked up. <laughs> Get the toys. Where are the toys? Dude, like that, this is going to be the Furby of 2019. So I, I heard that, that, uh, Favreau kept it from being marketed mm -hmm. until to keep it a secret because basically right. if you, if you create that, like everybody would know. And it was yeah, smart. You, you know, you know, there, there was a meeting at, so at some point where the artistic designer was like finishing off his touches on like his final draft of what baby Yoda is going to look like. <laughs> and John Favreau comes in and is just like, you just made Disney like a billion dollars. <laughs> like, like that, that. I mean, it's true. Like, there's 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 more memes of him that are trying to be taken down by by, by Disney themselves trying to take down animated gifs of him for copyright infringement. Like they're protecting the hell out of that because Baby Yoda is going to make more money than than probably any other Disney property from this year, excluding Star Wars when it releases. But like it's going to make so much money. Like I'm going to buy one, and they haven't even released it yet. Nor do I know what it's going to be. Is it going to be a plush? I don't care. I'm going to buy yeah. it. I'm, yeah. Like, is yeah. it going to be a robot? I don't know. Going to buy it. Like it. Like, I want it. And every Star Wars nerd out there, their significant other wants one, or their kid wants one. Exactly. My, my daughter came in and has see, has seen a total of seven seconds of the Mandalorian, and she mm -hmm. can't shut the up about Baby Yoda. Like Mine she only too. saw him for seven seconds. Mine too. She, my daughter, was so like baby Yoda, baby Yoda, baby Yoda. I mean, it is insane. Like it's how incredible. It, it like permeated my daughter's brain. 
I mean, like, so kudos we, we, to that person who you you know they like they finished that last touch and they saved that 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 file and they hit send and they're like, oh, I am the king! I just made oh so gosh. much money. You know what's going to be the longest con for John Favreau is they're not going to be able to get Baby Yoda toys out in time for Christmas. So he's going to do an early bird special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. That would be that would Since be great. early bird special for the baby Yoda, okay. and it's just going to be. Would, like, I love the cardboard. Be a cardboard. Yeah, cardboard. Yep, the cardboard. Yeah. He's going to send everybody out a little piece of cardboard. Oh my! I love that little red. That happens. Oh, that'd be so amazing. <laughs> um. So you know, I got some, I've got some connections down in Hasbro. I wonder if I can reach out to them and find out what's going on. They won't tell me anything. I feel they? like maybe I feel like maybe they talk to all their licensees and we're like, okay, we also have one more thing that you have to make, but we can't tell you just yet. Just yes, be I'm ready off. to go. I'm sure, I'm sure like Funko has already designed it and they're oh, ready to get approval. Like, I feel did. like that's the easiest thing to do. It just dawned on me, though, that next year, so this coming year, 2020, 2020 Comic-Con is going to be horrible because it's going to be a bunch of strollers with kids. Just <laughs> it totally will be. Yeah, Just okay. little, little white egg strollers with, with your babies yeah. in it. <laughs> a bunch, and, then, and a bunch of fat Mandalorians. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that the best cosplay, though, would be to dress up as the Mandalorian and just have a baby. Yeah. That's what I mean, yeah. So... Not not the stroller, but the the, the, the backpack, you know, mm-hmm. like a little jet pack with the baby Yoda in the jet pack. So mm-hmm. or you can fire the Yoda off of the rocket. <laughs> <laughs> this thing runs on uh never mind. I don't know how to poodoo. Listen, you guys can have all of your of your baby Yodas. All I want is the floating um a baby carriage that follows me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would make my life so much easier. <laughs> And you can lock them up. Yeah. Too. Like so, crop, push the button, it seals. You know? I, I assume that, that is, it's not completely airtight, so you know it can breathe. You know, it's not like like rolling up the car windows. And so, um, that scene with the R, um, the R four, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, droid. I, I love that little moment though, where he's he's trapped in the the wagon, and the droid does not want to go. Right. I just like those little moments in the show. I mean, there's there's lots of small ones like that that uh, really kind of complete it for me. Um, so, and even Carl Weathers, you know, in his whole Mando, like every time he says Mando, I'm just like, this is awesome. So, no, no, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> I think it was an R an R five. Is it an R5? I, I was like, R4? Because R5? Yeah, R5D4 has this sort of... That's right, R5D4. Yeah, that's right. The shorter okay. dome. I think the R5s have the long sort of cone things. It's, it's kind of a hybrid. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not huge into droids. I only know that because I, I built a droid at Galaxy's <laughs> Edge, and I got a clear dome, and was and then soon found out that that was an R3 unit. Mm. Oh. It's, a clear, it's a clear dome. So I've kind of been trying to fit, learn droids. So I think I think the R because R five D four has the similar dome than the one in this one that's pulling the chariot. Yeah, I think it's a little bit. It's still a little different, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, 
I also was going to ask you guys, you know, in the first two two chapters, we we definitely got callbacks to the original bounty hunter gang. You know, we got the IG, mm-hmm. we got the Transdocians in chapter two. Do you see any like direct connections in chapter three to the uh, original? We got, we got we got other ones though. We got um one of Darth Maul's species. As we a, did, you know, um, yeah. I'm trying to think, we got some I, we got some other uh, alien creatures that we there was a Greedo. Greedo, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a there was sort of a kind of droid looking guy, but then in one of the shots, I swear I saw a quick shot of Forlom, but yes, they were if it was Forlom. No, you, no, you're right. There is a black looking bug eyed droid that yeah. that is that's in this definitely not Forlom. It's definitely but, not, but it it did kind of remind me of, of Forlom a little bit. So I don't know if that's supposed to be, I don't even know if it's a thing that they're trying to do, but you know, it's something that we got to see a small person in a space suit, which there was a space suit in the cantina scene originally. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we got the Ichuta. Ichuta. Yeah. Yeah. So, which I guess they said Ichuta in the first chapter as well. So yeah, the man- it, it, it almost did sound like he actually did say an F bomb when, uh, when Lando is, uh, when Billy Dee's uh, telling, uh, <laughs> when he's telling the uh, the bounty hunter who failed to leave, you know, and, oh, yeah, yeah, and he, he actually sounds like he says "f you" to him. You're like, did he say that? He said the dust breather, right? The dust breather, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that Constable Zuvio? <laughs> the 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 toy that they made for Episode Seven, and the character got cut from the movie. Yeah, yeah, and, I, I know who you're talking about. He had like a similar hat, but I don't know if it's the same guy. Did- and I like. If it was, I like that uh, Carl Weathers said, uh, you had your chance. You right. had your chance. But, so oh, that would make it even better, yeah. I like, I like the Chekhov's gun here of the fact that he says, everybody, everybody had them, but you, you're the one. So it's like he already tells them that everybody has it. So then later in the episode when we see him, all of the, the pagers blowing up, um, it, it kind of makes sense, you know, like, oh, okay, yeah. Of course they have it. So do we know do we know why this episode's called The Sin? Is it that he got too emotional or too attached to his because he, I would he say it's he broke the code. Yeah, he broke the code. Yeah. Of course, to me though, like that almost seemed because like I've seen um the professional too often to where it's like, you know, no women, no kids. And you know, as soon as to me in my mind, it's like a bounty hunter wouldn't do that to a kid. Like you would never accept the job once he found out it was right. a kid. But that, so to me, in my mind, that could be the sin too. The fact that he took a bounty on a child. Hmm. Yeah, I, I just took it as as that he broke. I mean, it, it deliberately shows him like saying like, "What are they going to do with it?" You know, yeah. "What are they going to do with the child?" And and when he mentions the child, you know, I think it's it, it comes real to him. So that that it's it's not just a, another human. Um, or uh, not human, but bounty that it, that, it, that it means something more. So, um, Chris, you were going to say something? No, no I, <laughs> okay. so, I mean, I just see your mute button go on and off from time to time, and I'm always like, hmm. yeah, I do that all the time. I'm an active muter. <laughs> Fair enough. So you, so you don't hear me fart and other things, you know. Fair enough. Um, well, there's one question left. Um, not that we really can have answer it, sure. but you know he does say that once the other Mandalorians come to help him out, that they're going to have to find a new place to live. You know, because mm-hmm. now that they've exposed them, so like, where do they go from now on? You know, that's a, right. a good question. 
nothing you guys can answer it but yeah i mean it's it's interesting this planet that they that they're on is basically a lava field right that's that's been cooled or their lava fields um like when we're coming into the planet you actually see the the lava fields kind of burning but where they're at they're just on this um kind of it's it seems like a weird temporary society like a like a just a almost like an old western like it's just a thrown up town that, that has no other commerce except for um the mercenaries the it's like tattooing with a meth problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone yeah yeah um so uh where do you think he's off to I don't know. That's a good question. Good. I can say I've seen a couple things. Um, I know that Gina Carano is in finally shows up in the next episode. And I remember in entertainment weekly that there was a shot of the Mandalorian, her on like a, um, the front porch of like a cabin. (laughs) Yes. I think she'll have lines. Oh, Oh, am I not supposed to read the chat? (laughs) Uh, I, I should I should watch myself because you guys will do that to me on the RCAP. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> We're just poking fun at Chris and oh, and, yeah. Ralph, and Ralph here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I read you loud and clear. Um, all right. So, Have you guys, uh, did you, you remember her from American Gladiators? I do. Yeah. I, I I remember American Gladiators, Ralph, very specifically because of you. Yeah, dude, American Gladiators. <laughs> I I think that she when 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 American Gladiators made that that comeback short, albeit, but yeah. I, I I I may have favored her. <laughs> I thought she was gorgeous, and she is. I can't wait to to listen to your uh, Chapter Four podcast, Ralph. To see exactly what you have to say about uh, oh uh, 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 your boss is on it Jay oh okay Jay's gonna be on I think that I think he's on the next one okay you can um, call him our boss oh no do you guys get money from that commercial you just played <laughs> we get money oh, okay oh, good not a, not a lot but who do you just... get, what do you get who do you get it from we get imperial oh, credit from Jack. Yeah. is it from Jack it's from Jack right Jack's your boss Colleen pays pays Colleen, the bills the oh. Boss. That's fine. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'd rather have Colleen as a boss than Jay or Jack. Any day. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jack, Jack can never figure it out. Anyway, like what button do I push to I don't know? <laughs> and and yet he can do things that I can't. So, no. so I can't can't make fun of Jack too much. Um I'll I never make fun this, of Jack. I asked Ralph this. Uh what do you guys think? What do you think a campdo is? Like is put this it, a, put, it, put it in context. When, when, I've got a camto of condoms. That was the, the container, the ice maker. I've got a oh. camto of spice. I've got a camto of beskar. It's a portable safe. So, so you just think, it, so you just think the camto. That's the camto. Yeah, so we, we, we didn't talk about that, did we? So no, we um, anybody who has a Facebook feed and they're following anything to do with the Mandalorian, you probably have seen um, articles posted about, you know, an Easter egg finally, you know, solves a. A thirty-year-old mystery from *Empire Strikes Back*. It's like, okay, whatever. It doesn't it's solve so, shit. No, it doesn't <laughs> solve anything. I mean, shit's <laughs> fine. It's yeah. fine. Clickbait. It's clickbait once again. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry. 
there is a scene in which um, everybody is fleeing Cloud City, and there's this random dude with a terrible haircut running with this container under his arm that looks ice, like ice, ice cream, cream maker. And apparently, he was, he was, the subculture of just people throwing a jab. He can't just describe a person. He has to throw in a jab. I did. Yeah, he looks terrible. He's a horrible haircut. She's a bad actor. <laughs> so, so anyways, so there's this guy, and it's just random, like two second scene, and this dude's running down and fleeing away with this container under his arm. And there's apparently like a subculture of like you know frame by frame Star Wars observers who have dedicated like a whole oh, yeah. existence to this guy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> and <laughs> he's so, Wilroy Hood. Yeah, they do. So it, they do it every been. year at Comic Con. They do it every yeah. com- at Comic Con. They have the the running of the ice cream makers, and it's like yeah. about twenty guys. With Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, they all dress idea. up as that character, and they will run through the halls of Comic Con with the ice cream makers in their hands. See, it's funny. Is I, I probably have seen it and had no idea what that was. <laughs> um, and I consider myself a Star Wars nerd, you know. In anyway, so we come to find out it's just a, a it's a it's a valuable container that contains stuff that's you know sensitive or beskar a safe if you will yeah to to hold things i but it's cool that they put that sort of back into canon but it doesn't yeah. exp- it doesn't explain any mystery it was a prop Not that john favreau knew about and then decided to like legitimize right. it a little bit somewhat but it didn't solve the mystery yeah. No, so if you see that, it's yeah. definitely oh, story. it's a cool story. I yeah. get annoyed by the clickbait that just calls him Ice Cream Man, and I'm like, "What? You can't do any more research than this? Like, he has a name, people. It's Phil, Phil the Ice Cream Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, so, uh, Ice Cream Man. Um, we got that. Uh, the safe, the Beskar, I, I, or the Camto. I think Camto is a is a weight measurement. That's that was my my best understanding of that. I just thought it was weird that um, uh, grief, uh, the character grief, mentions a Camto of spice, and that is the second reference to that unit of measurement. So um, I, I don't know. It's it doesn't really matter. I've got nothing else to say. Well, you think it's like a gram or something, you know. That's a lot of spice, right? Like, spice. I mean, like if you think about like how much Beskar was in there, if you're going to get that much drug, I mean, come on, like that's a lot of drug. That so is something that we, I well, apparently it's a it's a drug because he mentioned something about getting this much spice and like a bunch, and you'll forget about it by the time you get there, kid. Yeah, that, I mean, just because you, you're going kind of down that route, I would love to see an episode where they actually go to Kessel. out. Well, yeah. go to, go to Kessel and see the spice mines because we've never seen them ever. What are you talking about? Did we see him? Did you even watch Solo? Did you watch Solo at all? I did. That's where they are. They're at the Spice Mines of Kessel. That's literally where the movie takes place. Does it? Okay. <laughs> My bad. Actually, I only watched it once in the theater. That sounds what? Like yeah. I watched it twice. I wasn't a fan. To, to, it, to be I, fair, I, I also have only seen it once. So, uh, but you knew well, it was the Spice Mines of Kessel, right? I did not know the Spice Mines. I guess... In the very beginning of the oh, film, I just see the. You know how they make. You know how they do the Kessel Run, right? Right. Right. The, the, the planet they land on is Kessel. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In the mine. Just not <laughs> thinking about it like that. And they're trading for spice. 
uh, they're trading Chewbacca and Han Solo for for uh, they're making them workers for their spice mines, but it's just a way to get them to infiltrate the spice mines. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. I only saw it once. So. You should watch Solo again. It's good. I watched Solo like probably no shit, no shooting you. <laughs> Dang it. Listen, I love Solo. It's going to get me excited. I watch it at least every other week. Really? I watch Solo all the time. Oh, okay. yeah. Matt, Matt, did you want to read that email that we got? Oh, yeah. Um, you, you just wanted to interrupt Ralph. Gushing like <laughs> no, no, no. It's because it had to deal with Solo. Oh, so okay. In the email, so that's why. Well, we did oh, get it. I just oh. want to know. You guys know that Billy D's name in real life is William December Williams. Is it really? His real name makes sense, huh? Yeah. Okay. William December Williams. I had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah. In the chat, I was like, "What is he talking about, William December Williams?" I thought it was like a like a Jack type joke. <laughs> no. No, it was just a hardcore Star Wars fact. Boom. No. Boom. All right. <laughs> I want to hear this solo. Okay, so um, if if perchance you want to write into uh, Owen and Bruce Barbecue, we would love that. So uh, we will be continually covering The Mandalorian as well as uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, you can send us an email at theforceiswelldone at gmail.com. All spelled out, the force is well done. We get this email from uh, Mark. It says, hello. Uh, this is Mark from Chicago. Sorry to be redundant there, Mark. <clears throat> Number one. If we see Han in season two, do they use Ford and make him young, or do they use Solo Han and make him older? Good, good question there. Thoughts? I don't think he'll be in the show. Period. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with with you on that. I mean, we we mentioned earlier on, like I, I, I mean, the, there was in episode one when he's looking at the pucks. I mm -hmm. felt when he said. A smuggler, you know, right. like, you know, I felt that he was referring to Han in that little bit there, but I think that's for as far as it'll go. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind if we get shout outs to the original um characters, the the Skywalker saga, saga characters, however, I don't really want them to to take over the story at all, and so I would I would rather it just be kind of a I could actually see S Solo appearing maybe in the in the, the Obi-Wan. Um, series mm -hmm. like as a cameo maybe in the background or something but again right. I don't think anything that they do is going to take away from that character's story I would like, think like I think Yoda. I would see I would probably see Chewbacca before I saw Han hmm. yeah. I feel like if you look at the cantina scene the original cantina scene that uh, Obi-Wan's real comfortable talking with Chewbacca yeah. and they, they have somewhat of a past they both know Yoda uh, both Chewbacca and Obi-Wan know Yoda, so they have some sort of common ground. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see when the Obi-Wan show takes place because maybe we get to see Chewbacca before he meets Han Solo hmm. in, in the movie Solo. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah. Han Solo and Chewbacca meet each other in the movie Solo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you're talking to Nick about that. <laughs> no, I remember that part. <laughs> we took a shower together. It's awesome. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, number two uh, question here from from Mark uh, says, any chance we have a direct connection to episode nine, maybe about the Emperor still alive, or we learn about a new cloning facility that is also mentioned in episode nine? Thanks, Mark. I can see that being likely. Maybe not, maybe you don't see the Emperor, but we get like, subtle. it gets referred to enough to where we can put the pieces together so that people who see the movie like they can still watch the movie without having watched the Mandalorian. But those of us that have watched the Mandalorian get a little extra out of it. Um, it sounds like, like I mentioned this, the, the, the doctor is working for somebody else. The doctor also has Camino and symbol on his outfit. Right. So you can kind of piece things together. Um, Clearly, they want forced users. So who knows knows if the emperor is behind it or if they're making a new emperor or whatever. I don't know if we'll see it in the show, but it'll help us kind of piece things together a little. And episode seven of the show is the only one that doesn't come out on a Friday. It comes out on a Wednesday, and that's because it's the same week as uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, right. So it comes out the day before. Mm-hmm. It comes out on a Wednesday, and then Rise of Skywalker comes out Thursday night. So it could be that it lines up, but I don't know if it will. It seems like it's kind of a – Chris is going nuts. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like I like with the Marvel shows, they don't really tie into the Marvel movies, but we don't know how Disney's handling Star Wars because I feel like Star Wars is canon – across the board but chris when is this series scheduled to be done final episode like december 30th or something yes before like a week after like a week after skywalker comes out okay i've had a couple of crazy crackpot theories do it And, uh, and and so far since we've been covering the show my next crazy crackpot theory is the purpose for getting samples from Baby Yoda, mm-hmm. could it possibly tie in to the resurrection of the Emperor in the movie? That's what we just said. But I missed everything you just said. <laughs> well, thinking about well, it, your thing. You this. Could it be to resurrect or rise Anakin Skywalker? Rise, perhaps, because. Ooh. Or is C3PO's last name Skywalker? <laughs> I will stop watching Star Wars. <laughs> and of course, you know, like a, uh, did, I, did I miss the beginning of that where you're talking about the resurrection of the Emperor and thinking that had to do with Yoda? I'm just saying it could be tied into the cloning facility. Because I, the doctor has has Camino in has a Camino and symbol on his outfit. Right. And he definitely he he mentions while talking to Werner Herzog in this episode about somebody else who he is working for. So is the is the emperor already alive at the cloning facility? Back Anakin. Or trying to bring back Yoda or trying to do something with midichlorians. Uh will that tie in with the 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 rise of Skywalker? Uh, I can't wait for December. 12th. I don't yeah, I don't <laughs> think I want the movie to to rely on Joe for the information but but I feel I, like we will get more out of it, maybe, possibly. I, 
uh, Chris, I mean, I, I'm definitely with you on that idea of, of uh, harvesting the, the midi-chlorians to bring back the emperor. And it would tie in with some of some of this, the storylines that we've gotten from this, this new trilogy. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of resistance. I do watch it because <laughs> my, because I just watch it with my kids. Um, I, I just, I just can't get into it as it is what it is. Resistance is, is what it is. However, I felt like they, there was a storyline there with, with two kids that appear in that show that might be force sensitive. And uh, the fact that the first order was, was tracking them down and that idea that maybe they've been collecting force sensitive kids this whole time to harvest their, their midichlorians. So, and could one of those kids be Ray? Because when she goes into the, the black bee hole of uh, the <laughs> Island, she's looking for her origins and instead she finds many copies of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm. Yeah, uh, you're saying Baby Yoda is Ray's dad? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking that maybe, maybe Luke's hand from Cloud City, because we, which was attached to his lightsaber, <laughs> which Ray now has, that hand. Where did that hand go? So she, could he, she be a clone of him? Could she be the Skywalker? Sure. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I, this would, not. I mean, it would directly reference the heir to the empire series. I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind of a storyline that they, that they used in, in uh, the, the first Thrawn trilogy there. Um, because that's, that's how they get uh, clone Luke. in uh, at the end of that uh, last command. So um, yeah, anyway. I'm not sure if I've ever said that. I know I talked about it. I think with Matt, I'm not sure if he's brought on air, like Ralph, what do you think of this? Like, um, <clears throat> Because you know we were introduced to these portals in Rebels that you can go, you know, save people. You can go do it in and out time. What if not only was Anakin made by midichlorians by the Emperor or Plagueis? What if Ray was too at the exact same time, but she was pushed forward through these portals, and that's mm-hmm. why you see that in the very beginning of the Force Awakens that she just appears on this desert island and she doesn't know. And the island, but desert planet. She doesn't know where she came from. She doesn't know who her parents are. It could almost be the same argument that they're both Skywalkers, and one of the, kind of the same duality of Luke and Leia being brother and sister. You know, there, oh, is, sure. there, there is another, and the fact that there's two chosen ones possibly. I don't, I don't like the concept of time travel. I don't either. But um, I thought, yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought Rebels did a really great job of walking that thin line with that episode. Still, still maybe one of my favorite um, from that season um, for some of the emotional power that it held um, when Ahsoka says, uh, "Well, I won't won't give anything away." But it's it's a really really just emo- I just I can't I can't speak highly enough about that last season. Um, but. That being said, there's something so ingrained in Star Wars that it's so set in a timeline of stone that I'm kind of with uh, Ralph and that idea that that time travel doesn't work very well within the saga. So I don't... It could be something where her... She's gone through a process, like of this cloning process, where it, it took this long to perfect... 
so that there might be a lot of copies of her. They just never worked out. Hmm. And this is the one. So finally, so they got it right. And so there's she the, got. They're going with the alien resurrection plot. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't wait to see. Cause according to JJ, he's going to answer all the questions that were brought up sort of in episode seven and also in lost he's gonna hey listen oh. man there, there's there's plenty in lost for you to fill in the gaps and, and make your own and then, and then he'll finally let us know that uh snoke was tarkin right snoke was tarkin or well, alan alda one or the other no no snoke is tarkin Right, because if you're going to be in a Death Star that's completely filled with like a shootload of uh, kyber crystals, <laughs> it would make you morph and grow really weird. Yeah, and, yeah. So it would probably stretch his body and be inundated with force powers that you couldn't believe. Well, post- we're going to see we're going to see his Sith ghost, and we're going to see uh, we're going to see Obi Wan and Yoda and their Sith ghosts, and they're going to. Sith Ghost Wizard battle it out, and the Sith Ghost of Anakin's going to be the one that break up the two and bring balance to the Force Wait, once and make, for all. You're bringing also us he's a, a clone, and also <laughs> you're getting very insithious there. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're uh, you're bringing up an interesting debate though, because uh, I'm not sure where it came up, but they've always said that there's you can't have a Sith Ghost because they're too full of hate to have harnessed that power to live immortal. At least that's the way I've always known it to be, but they can put their essence into objects, but not, they can't live forever. Relics. Relics. Yes. And we know that someone who's a cloner wants the essence of a baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. True. Okay. So maybe so they're, maybe that. they're trying to figure out a way to mm-hmm. live forever. Like Darth Plagueis wanted. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't able to do it because of, because he was a Sith. What he needs to do is get Jedi Metachlorian, some good side stuff in his system to be able to move beyond the oh, world man, of the that living. Good side, that good side stuff, man. Everybody needs it. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> one thing I just wanted to mention to Nick, though, that in the art of The Last Jedi, as well as I believe in the art of uh, Force Awakens, they do uh, some of the concept stuff uh, involved uh, a Sith Sith ghost, a dark and and the the Ray, the concept art for Ray looked like Mark Hamill, like could be a, a daughter of Mark Hamill. Hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I just kind of I... want the movie to come out so I don't have to speculate about this shoot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, but... one month, one month, guys, and we'll be uh, back at uh, talking about Rise of Skywalker. Oh man, well, yeah, so I, I, I actually ended up buying my tickets. I don't know if I told you that last week, but I bought my tickets. Um, I wasn't going to, but I, I realized that by chance, I actually have the day off oh, on, yeah, the, on that the, Friday. Yeah, you had the day off anyway. Yeah, so it's one of those. It's one of those glorious, like, um, like uh, random chances where I I have the day off and I don't have to deal with <laughs> family. Family, <laughs> it's the will of the force. Yeah, it is. It's the will of the force. I mean, technically, my wife will be home on school vacation. My kids will be home on school vacation, which means 
I'm going to go to the movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I told my wife, I go, there's, there's just two hours. By the way, the runtime was released. I don't know if you guys saw that or not, but it's, it's like two hours and 40 minutes or something like that. It's too long. Yeah. It's longest, you think so. longest Star Wars ever. So I, I've got my tickets and, and there's a theater. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but there is a theater near me. There's a lot of theaters that are doing this now where they actually have assigned seating. Right. And yes. it's, you know, with recliners and such. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got like middle row, like right in the middle of the theater. I'm excited. And I, got a, I got an 11 o'clock in the morning show, so I don't fall asleep in those recliners, <laughs> which I've done. Well, um, we we could continue to talk about about Star Wars, and uh, I do like to keep uh, our, our our barbecue to to just about an hour. Any last thoughts though about uh, this Mandalorian episode, or or even Rise of Skywalker stuff that we talked about? It's all good. It's all good. It's all, I want it's Star good. Wars. I like Star Wars. I'm glad that we're getting good Star Wars. Yeah, and more. more yeah, yeah. This is this is the the good month. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough once January hits. I know. Cool. We got we got Clone Wars in February. Well, Clone we've got Wars? we've got we've, yeah. and we've got a movie in 2020, 2022, I think they announced, right? What movie's that? Then on an unannounced Star Wars title. Oh. Is that a Ryan Johnson one? I don't know. Boycott. That's that's been that's been up in the, the air. So Untitled Star Wars film twenty twenty? No, no, that can't be no, right. That can't be right. Can't be right. Uh, there's rumors that they they might make a feature film. Oh no, it's 2022, 2024, and 2026. So there's clearly a new trilogy. Um, there's rumors that they might make a Mandalorian feature length film. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, John Favreau said yeah he's not opposed to it. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? We'll see. I mean, um, I, 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 the only yeah. trilogy I can see them making is either an origin of the Jedi trilogy, which I think would be better just as a one single film, or a, an old Republic trilogy. Oh, and that's what a lot of people want to see. People want to see Darth Ravon and 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 um, Darth Malak. Malak, yeah, and all yeah. that. I could see like a Jedi Academy with Ahsoka do like essentially mm-hmm. Harry Potter but Star Wars, like make which, it really really school heavy, like within yeah. that. Yeah. You can have cameos by. Some of the some of the prequel characters. Yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, let's let's, let's be real. Let's go back to the Yoda plush toy for the holidays. You know, the the whole idea of of Star Wars, every iteration of Star Wars, is it's made for kids. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And if you want to 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 reel in the next generation of Star Wars payees, <laughs> then you just take from Rebels and make 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 a movie out of it because that's how you're going to make yeah. a lot of money. So if they sustainability, did, if they do a Harry Potter Star Wars type thing. Do they let Force Ghost Anakin into the school around those young ones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. I don't think so. Oh, so okay. He's he's got one of those like um, he's got to report to the to the head of the the school and like give his identification and he's not allowed in. Okay. So it's a real real creepy yeah, factor. Yeah, he, like, you know, he could be like head you know nearly headless Nick you know just wandering around. You know, Speaking of nearless headly, headless Nick, near, nearless, nearly, nearly headless. Nearly. How can he be nearly headless? Um. All right. Well, let's let's wrap this this show up. Um. We would like to, at this point in time, mention a few ways that you can help out this show. Uh. <clears throat> we we have a Amazon affiliate link. Uh, I believe it's Amazon.com/slash Jan Jack. Uh. Anything that you buy there helps out this podcast. 
Uh, you can become a patron by going over to patreon.com uh, slash Jack. Help us out there. Become a patron member. Um, <clears throat> and um, you could you could give us a review on iTunes. That would help. Rate and review the show. Uh, check out what Ralph is doing over at Casino Skunk. That would be very helpful. Um, he does a lot, of, a lot of Star Wars stuff. And uh, I follow him on, on Facebook. And you got me. You got me, Ralph, with the Mandalorian and the Kenner Kenner text. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was very cool. Uh, very cool yeah. shirt uh, design. Uh, you got me. Wait, you bought one? I did. Oh, sweet. Thanks, man. Hey, uh, fair warning. If you do end up following Ralph on Facebook or any other social media and you say something stupid, he will call you out on it. <laughs> fair warning. Uh, listen, I would... listen. I was, I was, here's what happened. I listened to this show while I'm at work in the middle of the night by myself in Disneyland. The, I, my confusion was on the same track as Jack's. And, <laughs> Jack's patience just gave in and was like, okay, I accept this. Yeah. And I was like, no, Jack, this isn't right. <laughs> so I paused the podcast, put down the thing I was working on, sent out a tweet. <laughs> How dare you? You should be ashamed of yourself. Put a picture of Billy D. Because <laughs> that's where I was at. What was my response? Well, um, sh- shoot, <laughs> right? Damn it! Right? I, it was yeah. I I am sympathetic I was, with with Chris's plight. Uh, you know, he's got baby brain, so you know, I give him. Oh, a don't pass. don't defend me now, you piece of <laughs> shoot! You piece of shoot! Big you've been sitting here throwing you, you, dude. You've been throwing Nick and I, most I, mostly me, under the bus for the no, last two episodes. No, you just hold off. No. I don't, I don't. I don't need your 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 patronage. Okay. Well, apparently, yeah. Go over to go to yeah. Go to Casino Skunk and <laughs> give your patronage uh, at, there. At this point, before Chris throws me under the bus, uh, I would like to th- thank a couple patrons that make this show possible. Really appreciate Tack from Tatooine, Eckhart Three to Eckhart Seven, uh, Richter old buddy. Do you do you read me? Uh, Maggie, the real Mandalorian, Ed, the creepy salacious crumb. Joanne with the stolen Death Star plans and Drake, the superstar destroyer. We appreciate everything that you do. And only on this show do, do we actually come up with fun nicknames for you. Uh, all of the other shows, the, the, they don't, they don't go that extra mile. So I just want to say that. So I you. chip in, I chip in. Extra part, like, you know, the extra parsec. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Nice. Chip in the extra parsec. Um, so <clears throat> thanks. Thank you again, Ralph, for, for joining us. For, yeah. Thanks for having me this this episode and um uh i i I guess chris and nick are gonna roast me on on uh, the ramble cast so if you enjoy listening to uh chris and nick give me shoot uh then check out the ramble cast after dark you definitely should if you (laughs) like that part you definitely need to listen to the ramble cast after dark you can you can swear on that show right we can swear on all day what the the fuck am i doing on this show Sorry, I had to. Fair enough. Do you, have to, do you have to edit it or do you have to? Yeah. We don't edit. <laughs> we don't. Oh. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> Great show, guys. One in a person. Oh, hey, want to hear something good? Oh, wait, did you stop recording? No. no.
Oh, okay. I, I won't tell you till it stops recording. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Leave the it's only for you guys though. Leave listeners on a cliffhanger. No, this is good. No, I'm. 